0: Hey, what's up y'all? Welcome to Millennial Love.
1: y'all y'all already know what time it is it's your girl d car and i'm coming back in 2018 talking to y'all about what bio because what your girl's skin is looking right so basically i started using bio back in 2017 in season one and y'all my skin is the bomb.com all my instagram photos be popping because i know y'all be liking these pics My skin is smooth and soft. Any sort of breakouts I've been having are gone. No redness, no irritation, no nothing. So why should you use BioClarity? Well, a couple things. First, it's easy on your skin. It delivers glowing, clear skin by reducing redness and boosting your natural beauty. Because I know y'all find out there, you can use it twice a day without worrying about any sort of excess irritation because there are no harsh chemicals. Also, BioClarity is packed with clarifying botanicals and new Floralux, which is naturally derived from chlorophyll, which is that green stuff, you know, that plants be needing and it's proven for soothing away blemishes. So not only is BioClarity full of antioxidants, it also reduces redness. It feeds and defends cells with an alphabet of vitamins. BioClarity is delivered straight to you and is easy to use. It's a three-step ritual that's 100% vegan, plus it's gluten and cruelty-free. So there are three steps. First, you cleanse. With the rich, foaming facial cleanser, it gently removes dirt, oil, and environmental pollutants. Next, you treat. And the treatment penetrates pores and attacks the bacteria that causes acne, so it clears up your skin. And lastly, you restore. And the restore gel has exclusive Floralux, which leaves your skin feeling smooth and refreshed. Now, BioClarity also offers a skin smoothie with hydration. Hydrate is a lightweight, breathable moisturizer, which is designed for even the most sensitive skin. You can use Hydrate by itself, or you can use it with the BioClarity system. So, do you want to start a healthy habit and get glowing, clear skin just like your girl, The Cardi? If so, go to BioClarity.com. And just for our Millennial Love listeners, you guys will get your first month for only $9.95 plus free shipping. That's over a $20 savings. And it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. So in order to get that money-back guarantee, all you got to do is enter our code lov 3 That's Bioclarity.com and enter the code lov 3 Say hello, hey boo, to new skin. Bioclarity.com.
0: Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Justin.
1: This is Mish. And this is Cardi.
0: And welcome to Millennial Love, where we discuss sex, love, and how we are selfish AF. This
2: episode.
0: (laughs) Ah! Y'all, I was so ready. What episode number is this, y'all? Do y'all know? 72. 72. I can always count on Mish for giving me that good old number. (laughs) Welcome to episode 72 of Millennial Love. Um, Please make sure to follow us on all social media outlets. That's at Millennial Love, LOV3, Millennial with two L's, two N's. Um, Please also slide us some of your coin. Um, at our cash app, and that is Millie Love. That's M I L L Y L O V three. What's good, y'all? Hey.
2: How y'all doing? Good, shouty. I
0: I wanted to say that I almost had it, but I was so far off of the script. You were too messed far. Up up. Again.
2: It wasn't. No, you had it. You got to feel it in the spirit.
0: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Um, it's July third, and me feeling and wanting to be here right now <laughs> is at an all-time low. Yeah. So let me go ahead on and forewarn y'all that this will be a nice Sugar little... quick. 45, well, 30 to 45 minutes show.
1: Give me about 35, 45, <laughs> 45 minutes. <laughs> minutes.
0: <laughs> but no, thank y'all so much for listening and please send us some coin if y'all can. Um, we thank each and every one of y'all who sends us stuff every day. Um, I'm also planning on you know, getting some equipment soon. I know I keep on talking about that, but that will definitely come this month. So thank y'all so much. Um, What's been going on, y'all? Any news happening in these streets? Any exciting things going on?
1: I actually don't.
0: Other than LeBron going, going to, to the, the Lakers?
2: Lakers? Oh, man.
0: Can we talk about that, or do y'all want to talk about I that? I
2: don't care. I mean, we can. I'm not a... Well, so listen, yeah. I seen a tweet the other day that said, Y'all not about to LeBron? What did say, Jesus? Y'all not to y'all not about to LeBron Drake me to death? Cause it's all people been talking about. Right? All these Drakes songs. Yeah. Cause he had Mm -hmm. what seventy two? I don't know. And then LeBron, (laughs) just about going to the L.A. Lakers.
0: Um, well, I can care less where LeBron goes. Do you same. I mean, same. Okay, cool. I mean,
2: I am a uh, LeBron follower. Okay. Like, I like him. I'm not going to say a fan. Right. I follow him in his career, but I don't really care where he plays. For
0: sure. I mean, you're not that bought into the sport. Nah. And likewise. I, I think LeBron is cool. I think he's a great player. Um, he can go to the the Pelicans for all I care. It really doesn't matter. But I'm glad that he's with the Lakers.
1: You said the Pelicans like that ain't your home team. I know, but
0: I, that's how much I don't <laughs> care. And then it's that's me. how much I don't Where care. Where do the Pelicans <laughs> play? <right? laughs> so shout out to LeBron and his wife in that 150 million dollar contract that he just signed Lord, for four yeah. years. Um, y'all can talk about his hairline all y'all want, but
2: and all the other coin he got coming in.
1: Yes. He said he was gonna cut it after he retired, and I'm ready. For I night.
0: mean, I think after these four years, he can go on and retire. Do they well, keep on said, playing forever?
1: He says he wants to play with his son, and his son is a
0: oh, that's is not in high dope school. That would be, yeah. I know,
1: and you only have to play one year in college, I think, and then you can go yeah. to the league. So technically, he goes and his to the son league in is like
0: a three beast. years, really. Yeah, apparently
1: yeah. he's
2: beastie.
0: He's a beast. LeBron is pretty dope. OBJ three. To follow him. Oh, um, is he
1: LeBron? Is he LeBron?
2: Yeah. Um, but wait. they call him something else.
1: I was like, wait, Bronny. Lebron's a junior. I think they call him
2: Bronny. Is Lebron a junior? I don't know. Oh, well. maybe I made up LBJ three. No, I was but. asking because I
1: really <laughs> didn't. I wasn't even trying to check you. I really didn't. Yeah, know. I mean, because I
2: really don't know. But I, they called the little boy Bronny
0: okay LeBron John's. this <laughs> okay. clearly
1: Jones. not a sports podcast cause we don't know a darn thing <laughs> we don't know but I mean, let's google it it's cool. No, no, we
0: ain't got to we ain't got to y'all do y'all own homework on LeBron um, tell
2: us <laughs> tweet us oh they gonna tell us so shout out
0: to this Drake album I'm like are you I'm shouting really, out to the, I mean are you clapping yeah oh my really god, good god can I really
2: listen
1: to this yes, yes. yes.
0: no it's I'm really like, good I've been waiting
1: on it first of all yeah. I listened to it as soon as it dropped
0: Drake, listen, I'm sorry. I'm a
1: fan, bro. I'm a fan.
0: If and there like-
2: was some chalkboard where I could run <laughs> my nails down.
0: You don't like it? Have you a- listened to it?
2: No. Why not? Because Drake fans are starting to blow me like Beyonce fans. They
0: did the exact same I thing can't, for Kendrick and they did the exact same no, thing for No, they J do Cole. not
2: do the same thing for Kendrick. They did yes, not. they do. They definitely did not do the same thing for J. Cole because oh, J. Cole gosh. barely gets, what you know what I'm saying? No, that's not true. People did have hype for that album. Yeah, it was hype, but not like this. Like, Drake fans are starting to blow me like Beyonce fans. Like I cannot (laughs) even really listen.
0: Let's talk about that. Let's stop right here. (laughs) Okay, so let's
2: talk about it. So I can be like, so they can tweet me, and I can say I said what I said. I cannot really get into the music because the fans like infuse their like hype so much that it like prohibits me from wanting to listen like I don't even care to listen anymore because y'all are talking about it so much like it's a classic
0: let me tell you this album is great girl you should press play oh, when that on that good old iPhone can't let's start <laughs> off with non-stop. Right. We're not going to talk about this yes. the whole time. We're, we're not. We're not. We're going to highlight some music. I will
1: say this, though.
0: Girl, we give you your kid <laughs> <laughs> you We give you your kids time. I Kendrick will say time.
1: this.
2: The, the but you are not a portion. Drake stand. We will give you Beyonce. Hey, I'm a Drake stand. Gonna, I will like like say Drake's I am a Drake music. Oh, my God.
0: I like I've Drake's. always been a Drake stand. This girl that got under the table. <laughs> oh,
2: oh, 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 <laughs> I've always been a Drake stand. Yes, I mean, why I not? Know.
0: Listen, Drake. Yes, I
2: am. I cannot. I cannot.
0: Okay. I like the music because it's fun.
1: The rap portion to me is better than the R&B portion, though. The R&B portion, I mean, it's just not a summer vibe. Just like the Beyonce Jay-Z album, it's just not a summer vibe. Now, once fall and winter hits, it's going to pop. But the rap portion, though...
0: My two top favorite is "In My Feelings" and "Nonstop." I that's like my, in my shit. Feelings. Let's go. I
1: like all of the ones on the rap album. Anyways,
0: well, shout out to Drake in this great album. Um, take well care of your kid. Done.
1: Bravo. Yeah. He is taking care of his kid. I don't know. Folks he just was talking don't know. about. He was
0: talking about his little baby mama situation in like a few of the songs.
1: Yeah, I know. Talking yeah, that's why it's hyped. Half. I'll say this: the reason now. why Drake's album was hyped is because. He had a, he has a lot of drama surrounding him right now. If J Cole had baby mama drama or fiance drama or whatever wife drama, then I think his album would be talked about more. But
2: because it was like, oh, he came out with an no, album, and I it's mean, good, J okay, Cole cool. album wasn't that good. So it's true. Just it was, you it know, was mediocre at best. Yeah.
0: Well, but this if album had, is pretty dope. No lie. No,
1: seriously. I, it, and the um Your T album, I didn't listen to it personally, but from my from what I've heard it was actually good. But people really listened because of the hype. Huh. Because of the fact that there was like drama between him and that's the only reason why people listen to the Pusha T album.
0: Uh even if Drake did not have drama, people would still listen to the album. Absolutely. I'm just putting it out there. No 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 I agree so, with you. So yeah. I'm just and talking watch about out for that part, too. I don't want it to like come out.
1: Oh. I'm talking about the other folks. <laughs>
0: Um, so yeah, that's all we got for these little hot topics, unless something else happened. Uh,
1: Oh, um, I saw, this is very random. I saw that Serena Williams gets drug tested more than any other tennis star. Of course. Ever. And she just found out, like she looked at the reports or whatever, and she's pissed. Because that's how they do us. Right. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if there's like an explanation in quotes of what, why that's the case. But yeah, she found that out. I that should a be
0: regulated. I mean, come on. Like, why is that not regulated?
1: It's probably random.
0: Especially. Random
1: just- in quotes. But that that's probably how they justify it is it's random and it's based off of, excuse me, based off of like somebody's intuition of whether or not it should happen. Interesting. You know what I mean? Like, just at work. Like, if you're at work, somebody's going to be like, ooh, I feel like... Or somebody gives an anonymous tip, like, ooh, I feel like they need to be drug tested. That sort of thing. I don't know that to be true, but that is probably it. Speaking
0: of, one of my friends, um, I guess, mentee um, is currently in, like, CRNA school. And she randomly received a drug test. At school? Yes. And they were like, pretty much, stop what you're doing. Get out of class come take this drug test. Someone emailed them and was saying that, hey, she's been acting suspicious. Um, I I think that she's on drugs, this, that, and the third. And the girl was clean, like clear, nothing in her system. So I'm like, this chick has a hater somewhere or something. What? And, you know, people kind of like dibble and dabble into weed, you know, yeah, and off it's, and it's, on it's, yeah. so just think if she just would have ate like had a random weekend ate an ed- edible and damn her whole career could have been gone over with so that was just wow. kind of interesting to me and I'm like ugh that's ugh I would not like I would be I would be just so over it like just let me get out of school I not want to fuck with nobody because it could very well be a student and you have, who's hating on her
1: or it could be a professor I mean you just sure, never correct. know yeah. that's terrible
2: I'm sorry to that person
0: anyways fuck the random drug test but what's next, guys? What's going
2: on? <laughs> well, that, I mean, somehow you guys always bring me to my point. So, this week in self care, I want our listeners to really take time to get to a point where they understand their benefits with mental health, medical, and substance abuse. I've had a lot of people reach out to me lately in regards to mental health benefits and I think it's very important for all of us to be educated on what we can and cannot do in the workplace what your FMLA looks like what your short-term disability looks like what it looks like if you reach out to your EAP and also what it looks like if you are diagnosed with a mental health disability and um, you do not want your employer to find out so uh, definitely take the time because there are a lot of people that are educated on what their benefits are and sometimes they don't look like us, but they know what their benefits are and how to navigate themselves through those benefits. So to all those that listen to uh, Millennial Love, definitely take the time to learn what your benefits are at work um, as well as in your community. Remember to protect your energy and your space, your mental health matters.
0: Listen, I was elated when my psychologist was like yeah you're you only have to pay 12 bucks
1: yeah oh for the eap
0: yeah or whatever it's called employees your copay our copay yeah oh, oh. my copay was 12 oh, bucks oh.
2: so well eap is free right eap is you free. get a certain number of six, sessions normally is six free sessions
0: really and mm-hmm. it's
2: six free sessions per issue so that's what people need to huh. understand is that if you have an issue like hey my job is stretching me out so mm-hmm. that's like an adjustment disorder and then you go back and you're like well hey um, I'm having issues in my marriage mm-hmm. that's a totally different issue so you get six more free sessions I did not know that so yeah I mean it depends on the employer yeah. but sure, yeah. you know people need to understand exactly what their benefits are and especially also when it comes to like understanding that you need a break from work like this job is really stressing me out, so I need to understand what this short term disability looks like, what this FMLA looks like. We need to be educated on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: for sure. Because let me agree. tell you,
2: they they are. Yeah, maybe. No, yeah. yeah,
0: I mean, most of them been going since they were kids. Correct. <laughs> you know? What's a therapist? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then learning that information will help you feel a little bit more comfortable with just going more frequently. Because absolutely, at some point, I was going every week. Sometimes twice a week if necessary. So, But that's cool.
1: Maybe I'll do an episode that highlights like just some of the points of reference as it relates to FMLA and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it will not be a legal advice episode, which I will have to say a million times. Right. (laughs) So I was thinking about this actually the other day because um, I was thinking about, I was talking to my trainer and she was telling me I had to give up something that I absolutely love. So like, what's something that y'all can't get enough of I'll tell you what mine is.
0: Okay, what is yours?
1: Sparkling water.
0: <laughs> I amazing. am
1: obsessed. Like I ex- you know how you're supposed to drink like a certain amount of water a day? I exclusively drink my amount of water in sparkling water, yeah. which makes me extra bloated. Yeah. Mm. So my trainer was like, "It's done. You done. Yeah, you can't do it. Oh, right. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta let it go because I go overboard. Yeah. I mean, literally, I drink a hundred ounces of water a day in Jeez. sparkling water, and now I'm bloated. <laughs> so there's that. I am obsessed with all brands, all kinds.
0: Well, since you're talking about food, um. I am obsessed with Payday's, the candy. Really?
1: I, I have never lo- seen no. you eat one.
0: Because I don't like to eat that in front of people.
2: Why? Because it's
0: just like, a <laughs> eating, like candy, <laughs> you a grown <know>? ass <laughs> man eating candy.
2: Candy's okay.
0: I don't know um paydays not with this good. belly <laughs> shut <laughs> nah, up nah but i fucking love paydays bro like i get the king size i don't fuck really? with the king size, <laughs> nah. the
1: king size.
0: i get the king size and i absolutely love it and i know people think it's so gross but i don't know why i fucking love it they're good i love they're it. salty and sweet yeah it's perfect they're really good <laughs>
2: So, I'm trying to think of something that I absolutely love right now. You said obsessed with? Or just can't get enough of. Like, you just
1: love it. Love it.
2: I don't have anything. Nothing? Nothing. Nothing that as soon as
1: you run out, you have to buy it again?
2: Nah.
0: Sargento cheese?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Nah. I don't have... I mean... I cannot think of one thing that right now yeah. I'm like I gotta have this. Well,
0: that's that's fine. That's good then.
1: Well, I have another one for both of us.
2: <laughs> Every time I run
1: out of Eco Styler gel, I have to buy more. I'm obsessed. What is with that.
0: Eco? Is the that's the brand? Yeah, Eco Styler mm-hmm. is the brand.
1: Oh, okay. I love Eco Styler gel. It gives the best buns. It does. And I put some on today for this little top knot. The best edges and the best buns.
0: Shout out to the edges and the, what is it called? Middle part slick back bun?
1: Middle part slick back. I haven't I done the middle it. part slick back in a minute.
0: I like the fact that you're not doing it. I like the yeah. different hairstyles you've been given. So Good job. Thanks. All right. So this week's episode is going to be centered around our modern addictions. Um, and of course, you know, a lot of things contribute to that. Um, like pop culture, social media, a little bit of pressure from friends, but we are definitely addicted to some things. So I just wanted mm-hmm. to tap in a little bit about that. Y'all can like bring in personal experiences, or y'all can talk about y'all friends without <laughs> giving their information out, <laughs> um, their name. But yeah, let's talk about that. So uh, my first question is, um, what are some things that you and are your friends are completely addicted to? And this may not even be like an obsession but more so like an addiction.
1: Yeah. I'm addicted to social media. Are you? Instagram more specifically. Okay. Yeah, I scroll all day okay. long.
0: Okay. So when you know texting me back, I know that the bitch Because <laughs> I'm on Insta air.
1: and I probably watched her Insta <laughs> story but not texting you back. No, I am. I'm obsessed with social media. And so that's something I know I need to like
0: Are you addicted lean. to social media? You're not obsessed with it.
2: What's the difference?
0: Good question. Um, I would assume...
2: An obsession is something you don't stop thinking about. Oh, yeah. I don't think about social media all the An time. addiction is something that you need to get a fix. Good
0: okay. Job. It's an addiction. I like that. Straight to the point. I
1: don't know if I'm obsessed with anything.
0: Yes, you are. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you say that and then you
1: don't say what it is. What am I obsessed with?
0: <laughs> Nothing. It was a joke. Oh. <laughs> like,
1: I-, I need to um... know...
0: I think I am, I would say I'm addicted to social media as well, only because I can like literally open the app, look through it, close the app, (laughs) subconsciously open the app right back up and just be like, well, damn, you literally just looked at, close the app again, put my phone down five minutes later, open, like pick up my phone to open that app up again. (laughs) Um, So I would definitely say social media and part of me don't like it. Like I don't like that. I feel like it's a love of control, mm-hmm. or I'm not focusing on areas where I could be pouring the energy to. Um, and it's crazy. It's weird. So I would definitely say that I'm addicted to that um, in some weird, odd, ironic way. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. So when it comes to that, I think I'm more so addicted to my phone. Period. Yeah. And not just like social networks, because I'll toggle because I like that word, through different apps. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'll go from my email knowing damn well <laughs> ain't nobody email me. Yeah. <laughs> that's it, that's it. <laughs> go from my personal email to the business email to the millennial love email, then to Instagram, then to the Twitter, <laughs> then to my text messages. And no, I ain't got no text message. What I might have, because I got a pu- couple people on Do Not Disturb, so, you know, notification don't come up. Um and then what do I go to? Sometimes I go to my calendar. Sometimes I go to my calculator. So oh. it's just a phone. <laughs> yeah, like. Calculator. The
0: phone <laughs> I don't even <laughs> know it's why. Just, she just opened up <laughs> the calculator. <laughs>
2: calculator. <laughs> 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 okay. So it's
0: Chill just me. it's literally it's the, the phone. phone.
2: Yeah. Not and and do not let me pe- have the people phone around me. Because then I'm going to pick their phone up. Knowing I'm not getting any text messages to that phone. Nothing but emails comes to that phone. Like, nobody has the number. Like, but it's just like having something. It's the phone, like, in my hand. So, yeah.
0: You know how you can, like, swipe if you have iPhone users? Like, if you swipe over to the the far left screen, it'll show you, like, your most recent apps. Apps open. And mine is always, like, the app app, social media apps, and messages. That's it. Yes. That's, that's yes. sad. And I'm pretty sure everyone can probably, everyone probably feel the exact same way. But I guess my next question is, what do you think contributes to that addiction? Like, why are we so, uh like, app focus, phone focus? Like, it's just, what? I can't even remember, like, how my brain operated before, like, this smartphone world.
1: I have another addiction.
0: Okay, sure. That, that I wanted to
1: talk about real quick before we sure. moved on.
0: It's only eight oh eight.
1: No, it was really quick. Boom, like a eight o eight. That was the jam. Um, no, I'm addicted to shopping online. Online, that's on my page too. But I was,
2: you know, I was gonna move what he moved, just like that. (laughs) I am addicted to
1: online shopping, it's disgusting. Now it's to the point where I buy furniture, I buy clothes, I buy shoes, it's stuff that, like, but I don't want to buy things I actually need. Like, I'd
2: be like, well, I don't want them, that's too much on groceries.
1: But let me tell you how
2: you know you're really addicted to online shopping you start buying stuff for people that you don't even know who you buying it for. I'm addicted. Like I was just like, Oh, somebody might like this for a gift in the shopping bag. Like, why do you, why? Whose gift is it going to be? I don't know, Listen, but somebody birthday coming up, somebody celebrating something.
0: Right. Or for me, it's like, okay, this item is only five bucks. I, it's almost as if I'm like Oprah and like I want everyone to have my favorite things. Like, okay, so I'm addicted to Amazon Prime. Oh, specifically. my God. I mean- let me tell you, so here's the thing. So here's the thing. Oh. Amazon has these, and I'm gonna be really quick with this. Amazon has these chrome air car air diffusers where you just drop like a few drops of essential oils in them. And it's like a long-lasting cars, you know, car yeah. diffuser, you oh, know. Oh yeah,
1: I've seen that in your car. Right,
0: and it's only like 5 bucks. So every time I'm like, okay, well, who would like this? Who would actually use this? You know what I'm saying? So I'm purchasing, I'm buying things for other people yeah. that I don't even know who I'm going to give it give it to. Or I am like accidentally buying things like the last time I accidentally bought a big box of Famous Amos cookies, like that came from <laughs> fucking Amazon. It
1: was a huge box And it was of some
0: other eggs. shit like I just buy random stuff and it's just crazy because you get it in like the two days. It's quick. It's I don't so know fast. what it is. So it's
1: so fast.
0: If y'all if y'all don't want to if y'all don't have any more addictions that y'all would like to talk about, the next question would be: um, What contributes to this addiction? Like, what are some things that contributes to that?
2: So my online addiction to shopping was just like. And I'll throw Target in there even though like I'm breaking myself down from that. Like I haven't been in Target in probably like three weeks. Really? Like what? that's crazy, right? Um, but anyway
0: because Amazon got you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I ain't gonna I get it two days. I'm gonna get it online. Right. But I think it's just like I like to open new
0: stuff. Okay.
2: So it's like the other day, real talk, I got an email and was like, your package has arrived. I didn't even remember ordering anything, but I was just excited to go get it. Like, whatever it is, <laughs> it's here. I'm about to open it. So I think that was kind of like a thing for me. Like, it was kind of like a stress reliever. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm opening something new and it doesn't feel like everything else in my house or everything else that I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. So it was like, but it that doesn't fix anything. Yeah. Like, that That moment didn't fix whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess the phone just became habit. Like, you know, I would go to sleep with my phone next to my bed. And before, I don't think that I used to pick my phone up first. Like, I would pray first and then get up and then look at my phone. But now all of a sudden it's like, yeah, the first your, thing your I do phone is phone. pick um, up my phone. you have
0: to tell yourself, you have to pray. You have to, like, pray. You have to like, pray. Like,
2: yeah, yeah. so... I don't I just think that became habit. Like some point it just became something I did.
0: Um for me, I'm a very I'm a very visual person. Like I, I like to read, but I don't love to read. But I'm like really visual. So I think whenever Instagram came out, when I really, really got into Instagram, I think that's when it it really, really started it. I don't know it started. I don't know why, but it was just something about the images or I just like seeing what people were doing. Like not being nosy in like a judging way, but it's like, oh Carla cute today, oh Michelle's doing this. Like I just like to be involved. So, for me, I think Instagram contributed heavily to me just being addicted to my phone like that. Um, With shopping, um, I have, like, high anxiety when I go to, like, Walmart and, like, Target as clean and, you know, as some of these stores are. Like, it just becomes overwhelming for me. So... With my online shopping, it's just purely out of convenience. And if I'm bored, I'm probably picking up my phone anyway. And if I'm trying to, like, avoid using the apps, then I'm on Amazon. Like, it's pathetic. It's sad. But I think those are some of the things that contributed to me just being, like, you know, addicted to those two things.
1: Bruh, I even, I'm to the point where I order my groceries. I order all of my clothes. I order all of my shoes. I order skincare soap. Like I don't buy. I don't go to a store for anything, Amazon. and like toilet paper. Freaking like I get everything delivered, mm-hmm. and it's because I get anxiety in stores, which is weird because I I don't get anxiety in any other unless I'm stressed. But like in a store, I I don't know for some reason I just I just be like oh my god it's too much stuff like or unless I'm in there for a one for like one or two things. But if I'm just like browsing, it just makes me like. I'd rather click it on the screen and be like, I want all the white dresses you got. And then it just shows me all the white dresses instead of having to go, that right. sounds crazy. But um, as far as social media, I think I've been, I've just always liked um, social media even when Facebook became big. I just love seeing what people were like, mm-hmm. was doing. I don't know. It's, I don't even know why I love it so much. I definitely think getting likes gives me a high, though. Like, not like a I'm on crack high, but like a, you know, like a little.
0: Do you delete a picture?
1: If it don't get enough likes? Yeah. We already talked about this, just. Did we? I don't yeah. remember.
0: I mean, we had so many episodes.
1: <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> okay. I have before. I have stopped doing that.
0: Because you know when to post.
1: No, because okay. all my likes, I mean, all my likes. All my pictures don't get the likes I feel like they deserve. <laughs> but
0: I'm I expecting doing a thousand <laughs> likes, and I only got a hundred.
1: I've actually never gotten a thousand. Me the either. most I've gotten is like eight something. Got you. But anyway, that's see. So that there you go. The fact that I know that is so ridiculous.
0: I don't know. Like I can't remember when my anxiety kicked in for like being in like grocery stores and stuff like that because I wasn't always like that. Um, but. I don't know. Like, I mean, when you really think about it, even and even in like a social setting, people aren't really being social. You know what I'm saying? No, they're not. Like, you'll see people like do a, like a selfie video. You know, it's all social media focus, even in a social setting. So I think for me, whenever I'm going to a grocery store, it's like I'm being forced to... Not socialize but being in an environment where there's a lot of noise. It's like I'm hearing everything. I'm hearing like the registers ring. I'm hearing like people coming in, the doors open. I'm hearing baskets. So for me it's just like way too much. So um obviously that is part of the reason what that contributes to my addiction of, of online shopping. But I'm I wonder if there's any connection to me being heavily involved in like electronics and social media that is making me like being unable to like i guess function function socially or being like larger crowds and stuff like that that's I'm america sure.
1: i was about to say i'm and i'm sure that there's some sort of study that right. talks about
0: it yeah so what are some of the differences what are some what are some of the differences between <laughs> um addictions in the past versus our addictions today obviously we just discussed some of our addictions which is probably common amongst a lot of people that listen to the show but what are you what do you think of some of their past addictions I know, like, my mom and her friends, they used to, like, smoke. Cigarettes? Yeah, smoke cigarettes. Oh, my gosh. And, like, just chill, like, on the weekends. Which, (laughs) I mean, obviously, chilling (laughs) is something that you need. But, like, I think smoking was a social thing that Mm. they did.
2: So, I don't necessarily think that there's a difference. I just think that the internet is an addition to... Mm -hmm. The things that they were addicted to before, like money, sex, drugs, gambling, smoking. Those are things that people are still heavily addicted to. The Internet just gives them more access to a lot of those things. Like a lot of people find, you know, like low key gambling spots to go through from the Internet or they find more (laughs) porn on the Internet or they find out where they can get, you know, smoking drug-infested community in it from the internet. Like, all of that is more addiction. I mean, yeah, it's more addiction, to mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But being a difference, the only difference is that they added the internet to me.
0: Right. I also don't see a lot of, like, our people, like, our age people smoking cigarettes.
1: I think white people do. They still do.
0: Yeah. It's just, face. I
1: guess it's a cultural shift, but I think I agree with Misha on that, <clears throat> on that one. I think the internet, because old folks be more addicted to freaking Facebook and Instagram than we do. Like, they be posting they butts on well, My mama posts.
0: That's because it's like, this <clears throat> just hit their like generation. Like but it just but,
1: but it hit their generation at the same
2: time yeah. it hit ours. No, it did well, not. No. no, it
0: did not. Yeah.
2: It no, it did no not. they didn't get Facebook when we got Facebook. Facebook no. in two thousand four, when it was created, was for collegiate students <laughs> only. And I wish it would go back. And I wish the rest of this stuff would be eliminated. ain't <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly about to make Far the money they're making. Yeah.
1: I will say though, um, I think the difference between addictions in the past. And addictions now are that they're just more visible now. Right. Like people can know that you're addicted because you're posting your life story on Instagram or on Facebook or whatever. And people have more access to other people that they didn't necessarily have before Mm. uh, unless it was over the phone. Right. And so, yeah, I think that that's the only difference. I mean, I used to be addicted to talking on the phone. Really? <laughs> like I loved
2: Nigga, I talking, talking on, on the, the phone.
1: phone. I love. I would talk on the phone for hours. Yeah. I had my own phone line, and now I'm like, man. Like Ben, be like sometimes Ben. Ben is weird because sometimes he'd be want to talk all the time, and really? then some days he don't want to talk at all. So today was one of the days he wanted to talk from his int- since he. From when he got in the car to
2: when he got home. And I was just like, oh, my God. I have Uh friends like that. They'll call me in the morning. And I just be like, (laughs) first of all, I'm not a morning person. And two, like, why are you calling me in the morning? Why do we have to talk? You couldn't text me. And that comes from my phone addiction. Like, I don't wanna talk to you. I just wanna see it on the screen. I'm with you. And I'm gonna respond to it. Like, why do we have to talk so much?
0: I mean, honestly, y'all, like when we really look at it like (laughs) this this like phone addiction and social media addiction, it doesn't equal like positive things
1: no it makes us antisocial it, it, it's forcing you to be a hermit because you can find out everything you need to know about somebody
2: by looking at their social media I've even well, gotten to the point where I'm basically, like basically you can find out what they're gonna give you well yeah but you don't know yeah. anything about me based on my social networks
0: nothing well yeah I it's mean true. uh I agree with that Um I was, I was gonna say something shit Sorry. Um no it's okay let's go come back fuck it's okay Um, but so what are some of our healthy addictions, um, versus our bad ones? Obviously, I think, I don't think social media is a bad one.
2: It can can be like,
0: correct. But what are some of your positive addictions? I'd say one for Michelle, like Michelle, you're not addicted to it, but it's really within your schedule to like log off sometimes throughout the year. And I actually absolutely like that.
2: On several different occasions, yeah. I'll, like, dip out on social networks and even social activities. Like, hey, it's time for me. Yeah. But I, I also think that that comes from – that's one of the things I wrote down is, like, re- removing negativity out of my life. I don't want to say that it's a pure addiction. Like, I got to – but I do. Yeah, I have do. to remove yeah, correct Certain things and people out of my life, and it just it's become a thing for me that it's like, hey, I started to realize that X, Y, and Z that this person or this thing is affecting me in this way, mm-hmm. so I remove it. That's like, it is. I one hundred percent will stand by that. That is an addiction of mine. When I see something or somebody is affecting me in whatever way, mm-hmm. I remove it.
0: Um, for me, some things that I do that is positive for my life is like I. Like I have to, I try to do devotion time every day, but I have to, I have to do devotion time at least once a week. And for me, that's like me reading my Bible, just like self-reflecting in some type of way, um, because it keeps me like rooted. It, it really helps me with the opposite of what I was, I mean, what I was talking about earlier, just being heavily involved and engulfed into other people's lives. Um, it doesn't affect me to the point where I'm like, like, i um, I'm envious of other people's lives, but it's just Mm -hmm. too much. Like, I don't want to know everything, or I don't want to know what's going on with everyone. Mm -hmm. So, um, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously it does help with my beliefs and where I'm trying to go and stuff like that, but it really just helps me center myself from an internal, emotional, spiritual type thing. Um, And another thing I try to do is in regards to like social media is just to not take things personal. Like, you know, I try to like really look at things from a positive end Mm -hmm. rather than just like a, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, it's kind of weird. Like I, you know, I'm like, I try to find the good and what, why people are posting, you know? Yeah. Even if they are posting a thousand pictures, it's like, okay, like, you know, he or she is, you know, really feeling this outfit, you know, and, and I'm glad that they are happy. You know what I'm saying? Um, So, I guess that's some things that I, you know, do in a positive way for me.
1: Um, I'm addicted to getting my nails and toes done, which is uh, something that is a part of my self-care regimen. I'm also um, becoming addicted to Rent the Runway, which (laughs) they need to uh, sponsor us because I really like being able to wear different stuff to work and it makes me feel good to like look good at work and look professional. Nice. Um, I have just <clears throat> this isn't really an addiction, but I just started doing a um, challenge with my life group at church where we read a uh, chapter of the Bible a day and like discuss it and I really enjoyed that. And so I used to just wake up and scroll through social media, and now I wake up, read the verses, and then go talk about it in the group. Do you
0: still have pressures to, like, go to social media first?
1: Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, mm-hmm. like, not pressure, but, like, I just be like, ooh, I wonder how many likes. If I posted a picture, like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to see how many likes I got. But here recently, over the past, like, few days, I haven't been doing that. I've just right. been going straight to read. So it's um, it soothes me. Somewhat. I'm also addicted, addicted to taking bubble baths. Oh,
0: me too.
1: I love, I love yeah. bubble baths. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah love about. I don't care how much the water
0: bill is
1: no I don't give a darn and it'd be piping hot too
0: I don't know if I'm addicted to it that's just what I'm used to because we didn't have a shower growing up we just had to take a baby bath.
2: let me tell you folks in Louisiana will take a bath oh Did a whole bath <laughs> right. a whole grown man will take a right. bath quick in Louisiana
0: right right um, I think
2: music is something else that I'm addicted to mm-hmm. there was there was a while where i I think I mentioned this on the podcast. Maybe not. But anyways, I couldn't listen to music. Like, with certain things, it was like, uh, I, I, it would remind me of something, and I just didn't want to deal with that emotion. But where I'm at right now is, like, I identify an emotion with a certain genre of music, mm-hmm. and it motivates me to do other things. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't say addicted, but, like, it's a a habit or a coping skill. Like it helps me throughout the day and it's really healthy to like release those emotions and feelings through music for me. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I do. But then the other thing is also praying in the morning. Like I'm not going to tell no story. Like I'm not going to pick up my phone first because we, me and the Lord are still working on that. But I still, before I get into the day, pray over my day And then go into it. Like, I have to make sure that that is a part of what I do. And so addiction, we can call it that. Or just, like, really practicing what I feel like is right in my life. Yeah. I hate to call something like that an addiction or a habit.
1: Because habit to me is something that you just do. Like, it's you're not mindful while you're doing it. Exactly. Addiction is you're getting... Well, I guess technically you are getting something out of... Prayer. So I don't know. Well, there's
2: a. F- but I hate to call it addiction yeah. because it seems negative. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's more intentional. Yeah. Than
2: Being intentional. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, y'all. Oh, my
1: God. So I've been dying to tell y'all about these new flats that I have been wearing called hey, Rothy's mom. Listen, first of all, they're hella comfortable. They come in like all the colors. I got a blue pair, like a blue python pair, and it's bomb. Nice. I eat, like as soon as I wore them to work, I got like. 10 compliments in one day. Really? Very, yes. Like, literally, people were stopping me, like, where'd you get those from? Like, no lie. And they're really, really comfortable. They're durable. They're machine washable. Absolutely. So, if you got stank
2: feet, all you got to (laughs) do is take the stole out and put them in the washing machine. Right. That's it. What color did you get me? I got green. And they're so cute. I can't wait to wear them. You know, like, after work, you can still wear them to Mm -hmm. a little happy hour Mm because they're super cute.
1: Yeah, very cute.
2: And And there were like hundreds of colors to choose from. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome.
0: My sister got the leopard print point toe flat, Mm. and she loves it.
2: Yes, I got a
1: point toe also. I did too.
2: Yeah, but low
1: key, I want to get the loafer too because I feel like the loafer is another transitionable shoe as well for correct, correct. like night today. What I look,
0: li- what I what I like about it is that when you look at the shoe, it looks like it's very durable. It looks like it's not going to rip. It looks like you know you can throw it in the wash and it's literally going to come out looking the way you have it. So, have you guys washed it yet or no?
2: No, not no, yet. Okay. I no, but they feel like foam like when you put your foot in
0: Oh that's a good feeling.
2: Foam. Yeah, it's an amazing feeling.
1: And also like as you were talking about the colors, they update their colors like every 2 weeks. Really? So they get new colors and new sizes wow. every couple of weeks for different seasons. Some of yeah. the some of the colors of course black and brown stay, but they bring a lot of new hip and stylish colors. Huh. I hate the word hip, but I just use it. <laughs> Shout out to the Flats. <laughs> And also, um, you know, just for our Millennial Love listeners, if you type in the code LOV3, you're going to get free shipping on any pair of Rothy shoes. That's the flats, the pointed toe flats, the loafers, and also any color. Um, they're just a bomb. I'm not going to lie. I wear flats to work all the time, and these have become my new faves.
2: Absolutely. And if you have to, you know, walk when you're at work, down buildings and going... Through the hallways, this is an amazing shoe that's going to be comfortable. It's not too tight, so you'll definitely love it.
1: So it's a no-brainer. The shoes are comfortable, stylish, and they're sustainable, plus you get free shipping. All you got to do is go to rothys.com, that's dot com, and enter the code L-O-V-3 to get your cute shoes with free shipping. And if you need to return them for any reason, but you won't because they're the bomb, maybe to get a different color or a different size, that is also free.
0: Nice. So,
1: Boop. shout out to the your, flat. Go and get your Roth's right flat. <laughs> and go on and get your blessing. Promo code LOV3 <laughs> free shipping. Get this deal while it lasts.
0: Yay. Um, so, uh, this is our last question because a good friend of ours is cooking (laughs) it up at his house and, you know, we want to get through this show and go have some good food and enjoy our 4th of July. So for our last question, um, do you have total control over your addictions? If so, how do you gain that control?
2: I'll go, this is really quick. I don't believe anybody has total control of anything. So... Um, I believe (laughs) that I have control over my addictions because I've prayed about it. Like people think it's funny, but when I say I prayed about that spending spirit, like I really did. Like I talked to God about going into that store target and putting stuff in my basket that I really didn't need. Mm -hmm. Like, and even with my phone, like I just said, like me and God still working on this. Like I'm, I'm praying that he takes that habit and first thought out of my mm. mind and like replace that phone with you. So mm. to me nobody has complete control over anything. God has control over you and so that's why I pray to him about it.
0: Right. Um I don't I don't I know I know I don't have total control over all of my addictions, but I do have control over some of my addictions and I feel like that's only because I'm like mindful of that addiction in mm. a sense. Um, the, the the areas where I don't have control over it is because, like, I overly indulge in it. Um, I guess there's certain levels of satisfaction that comes along with the different addictions, should I say. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the ones that, I mean, you know, I'm aware of, I feel that I have control over it, um, but they are also, like, very minute, you know, some things that I can easily um, control by not involving myself in certain areas um, so I would say I do have some control over, it, but I mean there are some where I don't, and um, and for those, I like Michelle. Um, you know, turn to the good old Lord to help me with that those areas.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, I don't necessarily think I have control. Well, that's hard to say because I I feel like self control is a thing, and it's something that you can pray for, um, because the Bible talks about self control. Um, I just think it's a matter of me making a conscious effort and a decision to change those things and just being intentional about it. Yeah. Um, Because one of my addictions I didn't say is I used to be addicted to sex real bad. I just wanted it all the time. (laughs) All the time. I was obsessed with sex. Mm -hmm. And then I just wasn't because I was like, I don't need to do that anymore. And like a decision was made. And... Now I don't feel like I need it anymore. So mm. I definitely think it's about kind of putting it in your mind that you're not going to do it and also asking God for assistance. Because, I mean, you can't do some of this stuff alone.
0: Right. So Yeah. Self-control only goes so far, especially mm-hmm. when there are other forces that are maybe pulling you towards it, especially, like, these smartphones. It's just a common thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you you – I have a friend who, like – She does not, she can't stand iPhones because she thinks it's affiliated with something. And she's like, her Android is just messing up. She's like, Justin, I may have to uh, transition over to iPhone. I'm like, well, come over to the dark side. Right, no. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think there are certain forces that just makes it extremely difficult for you to control in those areas. Um, So it's definitely something where you have to call and ask on the the good Lord to help you out.
1: The good Lord.
2: And just being cognizant. You know, folks being such denial. Like, I just tweeted today. This is, I mean, we can wrap up, but <laughs> I just tweeted today, like, why is saying no makeup a thing? Like, if somebody posts a picture and be like, no makeup, then the females that wear makeup heavily or all the time, whatever, they're like, okay, sis, you want a cookie? Nah, I don't want a cookie. I just wanted the folks to know that I didn't have makeup on. But how do you not know that that's an addiction that you have? Or like people that smoke weed be like, smoking weed is not an addiction. I can quit anytime Mm, I want. Correct. THC itself may not be an addiction, <laughs> but the feeling you have while you are on THC is an addiction. Okay. So you are addicted to the feeling. So admitting, and I ain't, I'm not calling anybody out. I'm just saying like admitting to what your addiction is or you over. Compensation or obsession of is like a thing. Like you have to admit it first before you can even pray about it because you don't even you don't even think it's a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Well (laughs) (laughs) on that note. On that note. (laughs) I'm just saying the folks be out here mad. Yeah, I think
0: I mean I think you know, with anything in life, like you have to like self-reflect. You have to really find your place, find your role, find where you are in like every situation. And I think being mindful of your addictions is should be at top priority because you can be looking extremely foolish, professing and saying one thing. And everyone is like, that bitch is about to go smoking like five minutes. (laughs) What the fuck is she talking about?
2: Cause her attitude bad right now, so she need to go smoke.
0: Right, right you know
2: what I'm saying? Like right. it ain't about you being addicted to THC, sis.
0: Speak, yeah. <laughs> ah, ah, ah,
2: you just mad when you don't smoke it, so that's the issue.
0: Child, let's leave the weed heads alone because they listen. They the, gonna the come unity, for us, the weed hive. The unity, the weed <laughs> hive. That level of unity. The weed
2: hive. Did y'all just say weed hive? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: That level of <laughs> unity, you can't tell them the mother earth ain't addictive. Ain't addictive shit or addicting, whatever. Okay. okay.
1: That nigga said the mother earth. You know they say
0: it's, <laughs> earth, it's, it's earth, herbs. It's herbs come from the earth. I mean I mean it does. What does I mean shit if you So if do you, the grapes. If you but that's poison, still
2: addictive
0: for And if folks. you rub your skin against poison ivy, you're gonna get a reaction, right? <laughs> Okay. Okay. Hey so, I All right, whatever. So on that note we will
2: we're gonna go into this millennial moment. We have Trudy. Proud. I love Trudy.
1: I like Trudy too. She I said, know what Trudy. She's white, but I know what Trudy. I,
0: my, uncle na- my aunt name is Gertrude. Gertrude.
2: Gertrude.
1: That's another name we're gonna use later.
0: Yes, let's do it.
1: So how do y'all feel about your fat fit fun
2: time?
0: Listen, I took a look at that box, which I gave my box to my sister, and she absolutely loves it. My sister is a young, vibrant, young millennial. She's what, 24 years old, and she fully loved it. I mean, she loved everything from the little spa mask um, to the bath bombs. Um, She liked the clutch, the same clutch that you liked, um, and she's really looking forward to getting more boxes.
1: Because it comes with so much. Listen, them bath bombs, though. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I just took a bath (laughs) this weekend with them bath bombs, and it was everything. Yeah. But also, the makeup palette is bomb. Like, I be using the little highlighter kit. It's actually, literally, the Fat Foot Fun Box is the bomb.
2: It is absolutely bomb. And everything that we got in our box was, like, full-size product. Mm -hmm. For sure. Nothing that we got was, like, a sample. Everything was, like, full. And I love the mug. I have be using uh, the mug too. Yeah, the mug yeah. was pretty
0: dope. I forgot yeah. about that. And another thing I like, I like that is very, is quality products. It's products that are valued at...
2: Yeah, so like, no, totally. The box has a total value of like 300 to almost $400 with all of the products that are in there. So Wait, it's perfect.
0: So do the customer pay 350
2: No, absolutely not. Um, the first box is going to be $39.99 with the promo code lov 3 and every box after that is $49.99. So, because they're gonna use our code, they get the first box with $10 off, and then for the rest of the year, it's $49.99, which they, is amazing.
1: And they get it every season, right?
2: Every season. So That's right now we're in the summer, the summer box is here. Um, it's a seasonal subscription box for women to discover new products for a life well will live. And if you sign up for Fat Fit Fun today, you get to get your summer box started and it is in limited supply. These boxes always sell out. Use our code LOV3 to get $10 off your first box. Go to fatfitfun.com to sign up and start getting the box for a life well lived. Use promo code LOV3 to get $10 off your first box. That's over $200 for your $39.99 only. Go to FabFitFun.com and use our code LOV3 to get $10 off your first FabFitFun box. All right, y'all. Go get your box. You'll love it. So my name is Trudy Proud, and I'm curious to know your outlook on a situation. A few years ago in 2014, my boyfriend passed away from having a chronic illness. Needless to say, our relationship wasn't a breakup, more a transition, Here I am four years later, and I have a pretty close relationship with his family still. They have supported me in many things in life, including dating. One day I was playing with my niece and nephew, in parentheses, she says, technically his niece and nephew. They were both born after his death. I got a video call, no FaceTime, Team Android, from a guy (laughs) (laughs) who had some interest in me. My one-year-old nephew was in my lap and when we answered, oh, my one one-year-old nephew was in my lap when we answered together. He told me we needed to talk later, and that was the end of that call. Fast forward to later, I got home, called this dude back, and he had an attitude. He told me that in order for us to work, I need to cut ties with this family because he wants nothing to do with them. I'm like in quotations, how you go start giving ultimatums left and right and I don't even know your mama name or where you from (laughs) (laughs) we don't talk now because I don't do well with ultimatums, especially ones that don't make sense, but I'm curious to know your position on this situation thanks, P.S. I really love y'all and all y'all do, shout out to you guys, thank you Trudy thank you you, Trudy (sighs) so what would y'all do? What is your take the, on the situation? The boyfriend situation? is
1: dead. Like, he's dead. The fact that that guy is insecure about somebody who is dead is just, I, that. to me, it just it screams well, insecurity. Well, we don't know if he's
0: insecure because he said, I don't have anything to do with that family. So we don't know if his family and their family beefing. Like, we don't know like what that dynamic is.
1: Okay, but unless they're from a town of 25 people... Which
0: is very well possible. It could
1: be possible, but I just think it's all malarkey.
2: (laughs) Malarkey.
0: (laughs) Nah, I mean, solely off of the strength of her relationship with her nephews, I don't think she needs to entertain that because these kids are innocent. I mean, he's obviously intimidated, insecure about something, and that's none of your business. Uh, So... He, That's it is what it is for me.
1: I can see if the guy wasn't dead, and then she like if she, if if they broke up and they just remained really close, mm. and she was cool with his family. But it's completely. I mean, he died.
2: Yeah, he died four years ago. I don't know. I feel some type of way. You're not yeah. feeling it. Well, no, not necessarily that. I mean, I I understand what she's saying when she says like I don't do ultimatums. Like, yeah, dude, you out because you don't tell me what I can and cannot do. Um, And if I do or do not do this, then this is the outcome. However, I will say, a few years back, maybe like 2013, 2012, something like that, I was following this girl randomly on Instagram because she was super fly. Um, And her boyfriend died the year before I started following her. And all of her posts she, like she was into fashion so she started a fashion line after he passed away and it was centered around him and i think that she was holding on to him in mm-hmm. some way mm-hmm. and so it was just like everything that she posted would be about the fashion line or him and the fashion line was connected to him so in essence everything you're posting is That's about him mm-hmm. Um, So I don't believe in the ultimatum. However, I will say, like, um, when holding on to those relationships, like, you really have to navigate through why you're still in contact with the family. And I'm not saying that she should or should not be because that's, that's ultimately her decision. I don't know what their relationship was like, how close they were. I mean, boyfriend... You know, how close are you to a boyfriend, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, I will say, just just kind of navigate through why four years later you're still this heavily involved with this family. This has never happened to me, so I can't say what you should and shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, but going forward, not with this guy, but just period, navigate through that. And and what it takes, because I will say I still follow the same girl and she stopped the clothing line and she's now focused from what it looks like on Instagram. I don't know her personally, but what it looks like is that she's now focused on herself and her own like fashion line versus the fashion line that was connected to him. So I don't know what she did to, you know, move away from that. Maybe she felt like, you know, I got to let this go. I want to move on with my life. Mm-hmm. I want to get married, blah blah blah. But she's now it moved on from that. So I
0: can't even imagine like being in that position.
2: Me either. That's why I said not
0: necessarily like with the guy like that type of involvement. But, but just, losing somebody, just losing someone oh, that gosh. you are in love with. <sighs> it's like what do you like? How can I like? I mean, what what do you mean? Move on or like how can or let go? Like, huh? Like, what is that? Like, how can I do that? So, um, but that's some good advice, Mish. Like, just definitely, you know, see what that is like.
2: Yeah, I mean, you you just got to kind of reflect and think about it within yourself. Maybe go to counseling and navigate through it for you, but not necessarily to move on to the next guy or to please the next person, but just for yourself. Right. Hmm.
1: I think that's
0: (laughs) I can't even go in.
1: You hit the mama. Mm-mm.
2: Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm. Mm.
0: Mm-mm. You know
2: when somebody when somebody tell you something that really hit your soul? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. <Mm-mm. laughs> The mm 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 is so
1: black. <laughs> oh my god! Mm, my mom mm, does mm. it. That is so black, grandma. She doesn't have to
0: say nothing. I know, like, be, be, like how, how the ums go. I know exactly how she feel. My when, best when friend. When she go mom, mm, when she go mm, that means like <laughs> that means look, look at me, look what they doing or something like that. When she go mm, that's like disgust. <laughs> disgust. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just weird.
2: My best friend mama hit the. Mm. Show enough, like she don't believe the story. Like the story is that extravagant oh that she don't god. all the way believe it. She goes, she got to ask. Show enough it, is so ancient. Show enough, show enough is ancient. Yeah, boo, show enough. <laughs> oh my god,
1: she's definitely
0: a '70s baby. Or <laughs> grew up in the '70s. Yep,
1: show enough.
0: Well,
1: I'm about to show enough. Give y'all this word of the day. Go on and slide through with ten dollars or whatever. Thank you for everybody that's been contributing. I have been seeing y'all pop up in our emails, so we appreciate everybody who's been giving us coin. Yeah, continue I can't think to, of any
0: names right now.
1: Continue to slide us a little bit of coin at on Michelle Cash App at shout, shout, Money shortly.
2: Symbol Millie LV3. Yeah, shout out to Rich Montgomery. Hey, wow. Rich. Calm and chill. Thank you. Calm and chill. <laughs> Calm and chill.
1: <laughs> thank you, guys. Word of the day <laughs> this week in honor of. What? Fourth of July. Juneteenth. And
0: <laughs> right. In honor of Juneteenth. The Fuddy Daddy
1: was Juneteenth. Oh, <laughs> Fuddy Daddy. Daddy was... <laughs> and the Revolutionary War. There uh, she go? <laughs> the word of the day is lamb-based.
0: Lamb-based.
1: lamb is a verb, it means to assault violently, to beat or whip. Or to attack verbally. Oh gosh,
0: why do we have to use this word?
1: Can you say the definition again? It is a verb to assault violently, beat, or whip. Or to attack verbally. Justin, please use lambaste Um, in a sentence.
0: At title boxing, I lambaste the punching bag.
1: Hmm. Is that your new form of cardio?
0: No. I just made that up. (laughs)
2: <laughs> the Fourth of July means absolutely nothing. It's fugazi. Nothing. No, just it's it. fugazi. Right. It's a faux holiday for African Americans because the slaves were still out there getting lambasted <laughs> in the fields.
1: <laughs> Tomorrow, when the fireworks. Arlen based it. They're going to go
2: <laughs> Got to call
1: my mama to <laughs> see if she's all
0: right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and good night. All right. Thank you all
0: so much for listening. Good night. Happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July. Deuces. Oh, it's gonna be gone. Yeah, it's going to be gone. Bye. Hopefully you enjoyed your 4th of July. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye.